This show discusses serious and often disturbing content. Listener discretion is advised. I myself am strange and unusual. You're sick for walks. You've seen one too many. Whatever you saw or did <laughs> is no longer my concern. But let's be clear, it won't end well. Amidst the mists and fiercest frosts, with barest wrists and stoutest boasts, he thrusts his fists against the post and still insists he sees the ghosts. Is that an Edgar Allan Poe poem? It sounds like one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Annabelle, Annabelle, my Annabelle Lee. Where is it? Where's his his sights? His citations. With a C? Citations. 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 Wow. Yeah, it doesn't have it. It just has two stars against it and no citation for it. (laughs) Ouch. Amidst the mists and fiercest frosts, with barest wrists and stoutest boasts. (laughs) (laughs) That would probably be harder to say if you didn't have teeth, huh? Yeah, right? Wait, what? What are we talking about? What? I'm glad that I do have teeth. It's true. Me too. And welcome to What's Wrong With Us? A podcast that asks the question, is there Invisalign for that? (laughs) Wait, are we a podcast that asks the question or a podcast that tries to answer the question? Why not both? I think both. Are we just stating questions? Are Are we Fox Mulder and just answering questions with questions? Yes. Yeah. Did you have a problem I hope with that? So. Okay. We're about the rhetorical questions. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or are we? I'm Jazz. I'm James. I'm also James. I'm Lizzie. And tonight we're talking about the 2007 film Teeth. Uh, this film was written and directed by Mitchell Lichtenstein and produced by George Pierpoline. So, Teeth is a story about Dawn, a high school student trying to balance her school life, sexuality, and religion. As Dawn begins to question her chastity pledge, she discovers there may be something wrong with her. After several sexual assaults, she realizes that her vagina dentata might be more than more of a blessing than a curse. So thanks for watching this, you guys. I've always really liked this film. I'd, I'd like to know what she thought about it on this go around. Um, I liked it the first time we saw it when it was on one of the lists provided by 31 Days of Horror. Wait, and what? Is it provided by what now? Is that what? 31 Days of Horror. What's that? Well, it's a little known horror movie group that is ran by, oh, wait, it's you guys. Oh, James wait. Jazz. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I run that. That's <laughs> Where so we weird. all submit lists and we watch new and interesting movies that we maybe wouldn't have found. Um, you've been doing it for several years and we've, I've found many of my favorite horror movies and teeth was a standout. I always love a good horror comedy. Yeah. I, um, I had seen this movie when it had first come out, I think. Like mm. Really? Very early on. Yeah, totally. In the theaters? Not in theaters. On a date? You're such it a feminist ally. <laughs> I try. I hope it was on a date. Recognized Let's James Baker, male feminist. Um, yeah, you know, everyone knows. Maybe. Anyways, I I saw this movie and 
appreciated it for the ridiculousness of all of it. And also just the way that the ridiculousness doesn't really affect how like, I mean, still entertaining of a movie it is. Um, there's there's just so many good moments in this movie. There's a lot of really good moments in this movie. I definitely saw this movie. I don't think I saw it when it came out, but like right around there. I definitely didn't see it in theaters. Um, but we saw I, it together. I don't know if that was the first time you saw it, but we definitely saw it really early on as a date night film. You showed it to me. Ha! Around the time. So, <laughs> oh, great. Around not the time. The James that went on the date over here went to see this hey, movie. I've taken I've taken dates to weirder movies than that. You know, that's great. I mean, I've had some weird date movies, and if you can get past that, you know it's real. Word. Yeah. It's very true. If you can't, then well, Yeah, if you, you don't know, love me fine. at my, you know, taking you to see 120 days of Sodom, then <laughs> do you great. deserve me at my Train to Basan? Train to Basan, I don't know. Do you deserve me at my love actually? <laughs> no one deserves that. No one. Yeah, no one. That's a different actually. podcast. That's yeah. a totally different podcast. I could go on for a long time about we could. That, that terrible, terrible movie. And oh, I'll just go on for a little bit, but our Christmas tradition is to read an article about love actually that lampoons it really, yeah. in a really Hell funny yeah. way. It's That's a, a great Christmas tradition. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Great Christmas tradition. Great Christmas tradition. Great Christmas tradition. There's your vocal warm-up. There we go. We're doing vocal warm-ups today here at What's Wrong With Us. Because we're good at this. But going back to my initial thoughts about this movie, um, I definitely saw it initially uh, early on and took away two things from it. It kind of, I felt, I kind of lumped it in with that lump of, um, not horror, but um, comedy that kind of came out in the late, or the uh, the early two thousands, as kind of like a reaction to the um, religious right, and how you kind of got that, and you got saved, and you got with like Mandy Moore, and then you got um, uh, what was it? It was um, uh, but I'm a cheerleader with um, Natasha Leone and a couple other of those movies where they were taking these kind of like really you know gross. Um, oppressive things that had been such a force in the country for so long and kind of lampooning them. Um, and I remember really like, you know, liking the film and kind of viewing it through that lens. I think that's really poignant too, because a lot of the research I've done on this movie really represents that the writer director and the central producer really intended this movie to be a rom-com. Yeah, you can tell they they, they were just going for a very standard 90s teen film. You know, She's All That or 10, 10 Things I Hate About You or one of these types of films that we had become familiar with, mm-hmm. you know, graduating high school in the, the late 90s, early 2000s. And there was a lot that came out. So I think this movie is really interesting too because right away it was recognized for this high comedy and the actress Wexler... Yeah, Jess Wexler. The the lead actress, Jess, Jessica Wexler, who plays Dawn, she actually won a Sundance Best Dramatic Actress Award for the year it came Best out. Best Dramatic Actress? Best Dramatic oh, no, the, uh, Actress. Not, not even just that. She won the Special Jury Prize, which is like when the jury is like, oh, hey, we actually just really like this one person. Right. Interesting. And so and so the, the movie got a lot of response, and it was interesting, too, because they made it all on their own dime. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why we got this movie because everybody they pitched it to, they're like, hey, so we're going to make a high school movie about Vagina Dentata. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, well, no, no. I really thought that'd be an easy sell. And <laughs> so they just kept getting kicked out of everyone. And so they bankrolled the entire thing by themselves, made the movie they wanted to make, got it really well received at Sundance, and then got picked up by Lionsgate who immediately marketed it as a horror movie. And so if you look at the original film cover, it was this really cute kind of like Jessica Wexler in a oversized t-shirt, like pulling it over her, you know, her genitals in like an, oh no, kind of face. Wearing Ugg boots. I noticed that. Right. It's just a nice touch. It's <laughs> a it's a nice touch. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Um, it's a... You can tell that they like very much intended to market this very differently. Yeah. And when I look but, at that cover, I also see, like you said, but I'm a cheerleader or these other kind of, you mm-hmm. know, like what is going on here looks in these, you know, lovely blonde actresses. Yeah. And I think, um, I think that these are all very different movies, obviously, because I'm a cheerleader is kind of this high point in um, lesbian cinema, for example. Um, and you have, Teeth, which is, you know, this feminist horror comedy and Saved is kind of this silly kind of indie movie, but they all share that in common for sure. And they all are kind of, that's part of that same cultural moment. Right. And so then Lionsgate tries to pitch this movie as a serious horror film. And so a lot of the cover we're really used to seeing is- Her in the bath. Her in the bath with her face covered. Everything's very dark and, you know, the blood red teeth title card and- And that's just not representative of this film. And there's been so many times that I have been prepped to see a movie with this type of marketing and gone into it and then hated it because I just didn't understand what I watched. It wasn't what I was trying to see. And that that happens to me a lot with like Guillermo del Toro where I'm expecting to see something else. And then it's a Guillermo del Toro film still. And I, yeah. and I like him and I like his films, right. but they get marketed incorrectly. Yeah, I, I was just reading that uh, this Vice article about it. Um, and th- the producer was saying that Lionsgate was trying to replicate Saw movies over and over again and replicate the success of the Saw movies. And they were just kind of you know tunnel visioned on that. And so they just didn't allow for any nuance. Did they watch the movie? Did I would assume so, but I don't know. This is Hollywood, so I'm sure not. it's like 50 50. I, I think they were just like, oh, a movie about vagina dentata. That's Must gotta be, be scary. That's gotta be oh. real scary. And we're already doing Saw. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's I mean, it's about it. dudes' dicks getting bitten off. That's crazy, right, guy? Yeah. yeah. It, it's funny because. stuff, man. Yeah. They, they totally. I mean, just, yeah, looking at the poster. Feels like, yeah, the teeth are the villain in the movie, or like that's the horror aspect. But really, it's rapists. Like yeah. that's yes, yeah, that's the horror. way more of the horrific, horrific aspect of it. Um, I'd say, like, I mean, and so is yeah. <laughs> I, and actually, when you say that, it makes me wonder. Like, is this actually just a feminist rape revenge film? You know, may, maybe like done really well. So we and we've talked before about films where you know a, a foe rape revenge like mandy and then you know is is this one like the rape revenge but the revenge is very immediate (laughs) (laughs) it's an it's an interesting it's an interesting thing to kind of dive into um this 
movie or the, the, not this movie. This movie is very good at representing women. The men in this movie hate women. Yeah, this is, a, the men in this movie are deeply misogynistic. And, and I want to even put like past, they're beyond misogynistic. They just have a hatred. What's beyond misogyny? Of, I don't Can know. Can we get Gloria Steinem in here? <laughs> Let's write a book called Beyond Misogyny. Dude, Beyond Misogyny. <laughs> and it could be about horror movies. That'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, be just, you know, Beyond Misogyny, like, you know, a radical feminist viewing of horror cinema. Yeah. That's your guys'. There you go. Ooh. I just wrote your doctoral thesis. Seems you. good. You're welcome, ladies. <laughs> yeah, men did it again. Again. <laughs> That's right, guys. Um, so this film does a lot of being afraid of vaginas before we even are introduced to the concept of vagina tata. So the film opens up with her at one of these, you know, very popular of the day chastity pledge meetings. Yes. Where she's so vibrant and so Dawn is so vibrant and so full of life and such an interesting, strong, bold character. And I'm really enjoying watching her. But then I remember she's talking about chastity pledges and daddy daughter dances and, you know, God's a loophole. Wait, All the weird that's, stuff. That's the horror aspect. Of <laughs> yeah. Movie, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, quickly, I want to talk about um, She's All That, which I watched last year for the first time you had never seen it before no i i had never seen it before and it came up on hulu because it's um as you mentioned peak 90s nostalgia these days uh and i said sure i'm bored let's give it a shot and blah 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 at the very end of the movie um the main character comes home from a dance that she's been manipulated into going to with some guy yeah um and as a throwaway line, she was like, oh, he tried to rape me, but I had a rape horn. And then they brush it aside. A rape horn? Yeah. I don't know. Is that like Wait, a rape So whistle? it's like she carrying like a tuba or something with her? It's, or? A, it's like a... Just an air horn. An air horn. <laughs> and it, these are things that are sold, rape horns. They, um, I remember like rape whistles when my sister yeah. was in college. And, yeah. yeah. And this is the more extreme version of that. This is. And it's, it was on Arrested Development. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is how you, how we might remember it. But I was blown away at how casually that was tossed aside. Yeah, well, it's her, probably you know. like was viewed as being progressive for its time, right? Right. For like, that. oh, look, she defended herself. What a girl. She, she didn't know? get raped. Good job on you. Way to go. Success. What a strong woman. But what? in, in Sorry, this movie, it's kind of like... Sort of the same thing, but it's played for a horror comedy where she is mm. continually assaulted. Oh, man. Oh, over and over. Nonstop. In terrible, awful Her whole ways. life. Yeah, her whole life. Um, well, it's also, going back to your point about um, she's all that, and it's a little bit of a digression, but um, <laughs> the the time in like the late 90s, early 2000s when... The solution was, oh, you're going to get raped, sweetheart. Here's a thing. So maybe someone will come and help you while somebody's about to rape you. And that was the, like, solution. And that was the progressive solution. Nothing you can do about it. Sorry, you're just just be prepared. Start teaching us about rape and Girl Scouts. Always be prepared. Get your anti-rape merit badge. Jesus Christ. We're doing real different now. Thanks, Stanford. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that we solved that problem. Aren't Aren't you guys happy? I feel so much yeah. safer now that we solved rape. Yeah, that, that was probably a, <laughs> men did that too, right? Yeah. I think so. Oh. Yeah, I think rape. men stopped raping women, and that's what happened. Or yeah. Dawn. Maybe they Definitely. didn't. Or Vagina Dentata. 
That'd be sweet. I, I like that. I like that yeah, idea like that of Vinjana Dentata <laughs> being the evolutionary response to rape. Right. That's what's implied in the movie. That's really great. Is that like, you know, that's right. That's like the implication is like she's, you know, it's a reaction to a culture of rape. Right. Well, I'm I'm fascinated by her relationship with her body throughout this film too. Mm-hmm. So, and, and everyone's relationship with the female body. So they're in their sex ed class and they, you know, they finish up the chapter on dicks and that was great. And they turn the page, the chapter on badges and it's, you know, has a, a sticker. gold sticker. Giant gold sticker. Giant yeah. gold sticker on it. You can't look at that because the men in the class will just uncontrollably rape all of the women if they look at the anatomical depiction are of you a, a woman's shark? vagina. Yeah, men are sharks. Didn't you know that? Uh-huh. Sounds uh, more like a dolphin. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dolphins are one of the only other species on the planet that rape. Oh, yeah, dolphins, dolphins are, are the most awful things in the Ugh. sea. Yeah, there's like fuck dolphins. I remember taking a marine biology class at some point um, where they were talking about, where the teacher was talking about how there are pods of young male dolphins that roam around the sea. Just gang raping female dolphins. Yep. Oh. And that's just a thing that happens. They're also I, riddled with STDs. From yeah, that now one. on, I'm only going to eat dolphin tuna. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, fuck dolphins. Let's just bring back <laughs> dolphin tuna. Yeah. I want dolphin deadly tuna. Fuck yeah. dolphins. Maybe, yeah. maybe tuna free dolphin. <laughs> we really need to be saving yeah, can I have the tuna. Dolphin only tuna. <laughs> tuna fish are, you know, they're. They're in a lot of trouble. They're in trouble. They're I don't know if they're endangered or critical or at this point, but you shouldn't eat them. No. Eat dolphins. Yeah, I mean, there's eat a dolphins. reason that bluefin tuna is so expensive, right? Yeah. Yeah. But so there's just this innate fear of the female body. And and Dawn possesses this, too, to the fact that she doesn't even have an understanding of what her body should look like. And she goes through this interesting arc throughout the film where she – is looking at this or trying to look at this anatomical design of, you know, a, a woman's reproductive system. Yeah. And and there's like that sneaky moment where she thinks, oh, maybe, maybe I'll try to masturbate, but I don't even know what it looks like or what <laughs> I would do with that. And I, I try to think back. She's 16 in this yeah. movie. Man. <laughs> My mom gave me the like our bodies ourselves with the mirror tucked into the look at your vag page when I was like 10. And she's like, figure it the fuck out. That's a real thing in a book? Yeah, oh the, the our bodies ourselves. Oh. It's like, you know, phone book size and bright red. I, I think VC Andrews taught me about <laughs> my body myself and <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That too. I remember pretty- being in college and like the drama group that I was in doing the vagina monologues and the teacher taking all of the all the women who were in it on a like retreat and they all did that. And, and this like, was a male teacher. No, it's a female teacher. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily less weird. Yeah, yeah. not necessarily <laughs> less weird, but like, a yeah, she, uh, one of my friends who was in it um, described how they would all, they literally all sat in a room, took their pants off and did that. And that Honest, just was like a thing that happened. Honestly, uh, if it was a male teacher, that sounds like it could have been a scene in this movie. Seriously. <laughs> That's a deleted scene from this movie yes. for sure. Yeah. yeah, and everyone else in this film knows so much more about the female body and so much more about sexuality than our main character Dawn does. It's just this black hole to her. So when stuff starts to go weird, she's very much at a loss. 
Um, so the first time that we kind of encounter the vagina dentata consciously, because we see it right in the beginning of the film. Yeah. But consciously, she's pretty into the sky, and he's um, he's a bag of dicks. Yeah. 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 So also a member of the the Christian club that right. that, she, that Dawn is a part of. Yeah. And she's having like a lot of conflictions about their relationship because they're, she's attracted to him and I think feels like um, it's getting too uncomfortable to be that attracted to him, but yet she can't help herself from trying to hang out. And mm-hmm. I think she feels a lot of guilt. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, even in that kind of, almost masturbation scene she's just imagining them, them married. getting married yeah that's her, which is so her funny sex fantasy is a weird yeah. yeah she's in her wedding dress and i <laughs> yeah well I'm... do you guys not masturbate to visions of your wedding i no. don't yeah i totally don't either <laughs> no. well what my parents were there james that's weird <laughs> just kidding nothing's oh, weird yeah <laughs> what is wrong with me? Um, maybe you guys didn't grow up around a bunch of fundamentalist Christians like I did, but mm. I definitely had friends that were came up to me excited, female friends that came up to me very excitedly and were like, hey, so I just got engaged. It's like, oh, that's so cool. Congratulations. And you know what that means? What? 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 That means I get to have sex finally. <laughs> and that was like a big deal. And like, oh, I finally get to. Um, How old were they? The person that I'm thinking of was uh, just say her full name. Yeah, I'm just gonna say her full name. I haven't haven't talked to her in you know 25 years or some stupid amount of time. Maybe still married. (laughs) I hope it worked. Definitely still married, according to the information that I have. But social media stalking. Yeah, (laughs) um, definitely still married, which is beside the point. but came to very excitedly to have sex, and I believe she was 19, maybe 20. I went to a, a Catholic high school, and it was an all-girls Catholic high school. Whoa. Um, so no one bothered. I feel like I've seen this movie before. <laughs> it's the start of many movies, I assume. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd say about half of Dario Argento's movies start something yeah. like that. Uh, and I don't think that, I mean, people didn't bother pretending to get engaged because Catholicism's about forgiveness. Um, yeah, doing it anyway, and then pretending you don't. Yeah. Pretending you, you don't, feel- and pretending you feel sorry about it. Yeah, <laughs> like this is this was a real bummer. Like, I'm sorry, God. I'm really sorry, God, that Please I got me. super wasted and had all that sex. Yeah, I had one friend who was like, her um, her mo was just to tell every guy she had sex with that she was a born again virgin, and she would just be born again every time she had sex. And so that walks right <laughs> That's back. So good. <laughs> oh, but Dawn's, I love Christian logic. Yeah, Sorry, it's, go it's ahead. So it's like okay, whatever you want to say. But yeah, and that that walks right back into uh, the character of Toby, who that Dawn has a really huge crush mm-hmm. on, and one of the reasons he's in this purity group is he's a he's a born again virgin. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know physiologically how that works, it's or n- or it, how virginity know. works in general. Virginity it seems stupid complex, and it doesn't really make sense. And it's it's a very dumb concept. Yeah, I mean, it's like heteronormative at the. 
at the, at at best. the best. You know, it's like yeah. it just isn't really a good um, it's not marker even... of anything really except uh, I don't know, nothing because it's not just maturity. Nothing. It's yeah. just whatever. It's a natural thing that happens at some point in your life. Yeah. But yeah. And uh, sometimes if you do it really early, you become a stripper. And other times if you do it really early, you get it out of your system. Yeah. And yeah. there's not a lot of. <laughs> and you're just done. You know, yeah. and then whatever, you know, everyone needs a different approach. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, Dawn thinks Toby's so great and so cool. And they're going to go, you know, oh, I don't have a bathing suit. Let's go swimming in the swimming mm-hmm. hole. Also, can I just say that swimming hole was gorgeous. How the fuck is there no one else there? I know. Yeah. Let's be real. Like, we live in the Bay Area where any nice swimming hole has seven dozen people taking Instagram photos at it. Easily. Yeah, and it's miserable. And you get, like, a nice spot, and then you get overrun immediately. Yeah. Yep. It's, no. I guess. I, that's where I, uh, that's where my disbelief. Yeah. You're like, I call bullshit on this yeah. swimming hole. Yeah. But my suspension of disbelief ends. I Sorry, want to talk about. I can only go so far. A yeah. lot. There's a lot about the swimming hole that's irksome, but let's keep going. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I don't know, Texas in the early 2000s was different. Yeah. I guess, maybe. Maybe I mean, there they, was less people 15 years ago. Like, next to a nuclear power plant, so maybe that shit is toxic. Right. And that's <laughs> kind of like a subplot that we run through. Yeah. Yeah, the, the movie. And it, it, yeah. it's a gentle, like, perhaps, perhaps, you know, yeah. nuclear... Who can say? Chernobyl. It's never touched on, but the movie starts with a shot of the nuclear power plant. Mm -hmm. There's several shots of it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, but literally the first shot is like, hey. Yeah, the bike ride. Just in case you're wondering. Yeah. So are we to read the nuclear power plant stacks as like a symbol of like toxic phallic? I like that. Toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. Literal toxic masculinity. I mean. this film. I, you can totally view it as that. Whether or not they intended it that way is another question yeah. entirely. But then we're getting into the whole question Wait. that art people have talked about forever is, you know, can you read intent and all that shit? Sure. Right? right. Does intent matter? Like, I don't think it does. I think it's a good uh, symbol for <laughs> for what they're talking about. Yeah. And like, there's a, I mean, there's I don't a know. big dick and it's like, you know, spewing toxicity throughout the entire town. Right. I don't know if we had those words in 2007, but we had the idea. And yeah, put right. It in their, their Definitely. Movie. Right. Well, and I, I think now that we've brought this up, this is the first time I've really thought about it, is the deconstruction of the world and starting to not believe the world anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't believe that there's this beautiful swimming hole with no one at it. And I'm suddenly thinking about, you know, just living... 300 miles from a forest fire and having to wear a mask for a month. Yeah. And yep. living that close to a nuclear power plant. Oh, yeah, just that like, Cool story. Mm-hmm. Aaron Brockovich, get out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, we're fine. So, yeah, that, that is an interesting thing I hadn't really thought about before. How kind of just, like, loosely constructed this world is. And it really is there just to prove a point and not for detail or consequence. No. Which is... Is, yeah, which is just a, a interesting thing to think about when you're watching a movie, right? Like, what kind of movie are we watching yeah. and how much effort has gone into these different components? Totally. So, yeah, so we get back to this idea of the swimming hole and, you know, will they, won't they? And they, they come into this really gorgeous cave. Oh, yeah. With stalactites and stalagmites and, you know, maybe going to make out a little bit up on this ledge yeah and it's it's alluded to or no it's not alluded to it's just said 
like you know what people do in that cave. Is yeah, it- it's it's said on the previous visit to yeah. the hike. Yeah. yeah, and what they do in that cave is they all fuck on that soggy ass <laughs> God raggedy damn goddamn sex blanket. Sex blanket. <laughs> like, why would you look for warmth and look at this weird, gross, moldy? Yeah, definitely semen covered blanket yeah. that's How been did that left blanket there. Get there. It went through the water first. It yeah. had to go through the water first, <laughs> uh-huh. and then it sat in that cave just overnight is enough for yeah. it to yeah. be but I'm fucking sure disgusting. But definitely longer and definitely more sex has happened oh, on there, that blanket. It's Lots been there for a while. Oh, it is fucking <laughs> gross. It's like <sighs> it's basically the. It's like, you know, those horror, it's like a horrid thing that you find on the internet, you know? This is the horror aspect yeah. of this movie is the <laughs> fucking yeah. sex blanket. Like the, the amount of STDs that are on that fucking thing. Oh, God, that probably created the teeth right there. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Maybe she didn't have the teeth until she put on the sex blanket. I think so. And it's so. so toxic that she instantly mutated. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it happens. Maybe that sex blanket's been there for so long that anyone who gets conceived using that sex blanket has vin- vagina dentata. Her, I am loving this. You're saying that her parents or her whichever. That sex is blanket. It, it's her mom that is the biological parent? It's, yeah, yeah, her, her mom's, mom's yeah. the biological parent. Okay, yeah, like. Her mom had sex on that sex blanket too. It seems like a seventies thing to do oh, to take right. a weird sex blanket to a cave. It's also it is it's also, a really it's weird a simpler like, time, you know. <laughs> or I guess it wouldn't be seventies, eighties, sure. It also is like one of those weird plaid blankets that our parents like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, man. Gross. Oh man. Yep. <laughs> um, and and so epically in that scene, like we are introduced to Don's vagina. Yeah, yeah, the character. <laughs> the character. The character, character that the is yeah. John's vagina. vagina. Absolutely. Yeah. And and the thing I'm really interested about this is she is immediately terrified and immediately thinks there's something wrong with her. Yep. And I I keep going back to this idea. If I had grown up and had no idea what my body looked like and and wasn't even allowed to see anatomical photographs of my body like complete mystery from, you know, the, I guess from my neckline down. (laughs) What are these growing from my chest? Yeah. (laughs) No way to know. And and it was such a... Sorry, I'm I'm like, I'm, I'm picturing just like this narrative in your head of you, of like, you know, like, when there's that trope in a sci-fi movie where an alien doesn't understand emotion, but like you're a woman trying to understand your body. So instead of like, what is this strange feeling called friendship? It's what are these bags of flesh attached to my chest? (laughs) (laughs) What if you think that like when you develop during puberty, you think that instead of boobs, you develop a black bar. (laughs) (laughs) You think something's terribly wrong. That's God's way. Censorship ruins everything. <laughs> I love but, this. But so that's that's kind of the idea. Is like she's she's so in such belief of her God and her modesty. She has no idea what her body looks like, and she was doing something against God, mm-hmm. which she did fight back about. She's like, no, she got raped. Yeah, I mean, you know, she, yeah, she, she was literally raped. Right. The amount of time doesn't she matter. She said no for sure. She's and yelled, fighting and yelling. And got and her head slammed against rocks. Oh, that's and right. Oh, it's yeah, not. Right. It's not like a kind of. It's not yeah. a cute date rape. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a, it's terrible. It's it's graphic. Yeah. It's the violent rape yeah, that violent. every Republican thinks rape actually looks like. Yeah, 
And and so this is not a political podcast. <laughs> politics are completely separate from real life. Continue separating politics from your real life. But this is 100% where that politician who said that the woman's body has way to fight back against that kind <laughs> oh, yeah, of thing. They have oh, they have a natural way to shut This it is down. where he got that idea. Yeah. I love, I love <laughs> picturing that fucking asshole just watching this movie and be like, oh, that's like, this is a documentary. Whoa. This is, this is what happened. I had no I'm idea. surprised I haven't gotten my dick biting off yet. <laughs> I was real lucky with uh, the first couple there. <laughs> and so her immediate response, though, is to think there's something wrong with her body rather than to just be like, this is God's desire. It's for my vagina to bite off dicks. Which I think if I was like a good Christian girl yeah. in South- Southern Texas. You're goddamn right you would think that. I would think like, well, this was God's way. Yeah. And I, mean, I am a yeah. prophet. Not even like if you're just a good Christian girl in Texas in a purity group in high school but like women who do get raped think it's their fault and their Mm. problem you know it's like and so i like that i like that turn that this movie does it 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 is a very i mean as tropey and weird as it might sound i feel like it's a really feminist response to rape to be her like and and she does say like you know what's wrong with my body Mm -hmm. rather than you know accepting like oh this is god's way and this is a thing and this happened to me she goes something is interestingly wrong with my body and I'm curious and I don't know what's happening. And, and she kind of, as the progressive sexual assaults happen throughout this film, because she and gets there sexual, are so many, so of many. Them. there's a How lot. How does she get assaulted? It's like, she just trips over rapes. Every in interaction film. with a man in this movie, basically, except her, her dad or stepdad is a rape. Yeah. Her dad's like a stand up guy. Maybe he's raping her mom. Like I don't, I don't. <laughs> I love how the response to like oh, her dad's someone. probably stand-up guy. He's definitely raping her mother. <laughs> well, this is the thing. I, so I, I'm trying to decide if in this universe, if all men are just like rabid, mouth foamy rapists, or if she is that just this universe, or if she just has some sort of like super pheromone. It's Did, are you, are, maybe that's maybe like that's a really what elaborate is. way of victim blaming. Well. <laughs> Maybe this is part of the mutation. The teeth smell out the rapist. And then they draw them in mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a Venus flytrap. Bite that dick right bite off. That dick off. She's a Venus flytrap for rape. Interesting. I Something tells me that's not what they were thinking, no. but damn, it'd be great if it was. Just based on the world building, I don't think they had that much attention to detail. I don't detail. think so. I think that we have to make the expanded universe of this movie. <laughs> I think that's just going to be the hallmark of this podcast is every movie we watch, we're going to turn it into an expanded universe. Yeah. We just all have Marvel brain poisoning at this at this point. I think right. everyone in the world does at this point. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, I think yeah. the box office receipts speak for themselves. Whew. Well, this this is... With those X-Men movies. Can't wait. Oh, can't wait. The spiraling of just our brains, you know, is, is what really does beg the question, like, what's wrong with us? <laughs> <laughs> we get way too deep into this. Yes. Great. <laughs> If you're wondering what the what's wrong with us is, this is it. This is it. Why why do I keep thinking about this? And why why do I keep thinking about it? What the fuck it? is wrong with me? Yep. <laughs> so Dawn's experience with sexual assault is often and rampant. Mm-hmm. And just the more she be she is assaulted and she experiences affronts, the closer she comes into her power which I think is really interesting. And that goes along with this kind of idea of like that 90s rom-com. So 
there's, you know, you can only do things with men. You can only do things under power. You can only do things, you know, if you're pretty, you can only do things X, Y, Z. And then there's the point in the, the 90s rom-com where the girl like takes off her glasses and shakes her face in the, or actually no, it's the part of the movie where the girl puts her glasses back on after they put all her makeup on her and she says, I'm worthy and I'm worth it and I'm a hot babe with my glasses on. Cool story. And she gets there at the end of this movie. She gets from the point of being like, I am a, I am a tool of my society and I am a vessel of God to, nah. Nah, maybe I'm just going to bite a bunch of dicks off yeah. and feel real good about it. <laughs> yeah. This is this world, and I'm going to just own it. Because, yes, obviously. like I'm a boss. Yeah. Fuck the weird dude who, like, you know, drugged her and raped okay, her. Okay, yeah, that guy, then, that guy needs some examination. Like, can we talk about how prepared that oh, guy was? so prepared. That guy had a whole thing. That guy is... That is not the first woman he's date raped. Absolutely not. <laughs> that no. wasn't the last one he date raped. Well, Cuban's like a suitcase. I think maybe it was his last. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, no, they reattached at the end, right? Like, yeah, like, I think uh, his there was got reattached. Scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there was a, there was a couple of them that got reattached, right? Yeah. The, no, just the the just doctor the scenes. Well, well the, the fingers, fingers. No, but I I think they did because there was the scene where they like laugh at his dick too. Mm. Man, another movie where another one someone's laughing at a dick, oh, getting their dicks laughed at. I like this running theme and horror. I'm down. Yeah. Like, let's just laugh. <laughs> laughing all the way down. Um, laugh at the shittiest people's dicks. Anyways. Yeah, yeah no. Mm. What is up with Phil? He just, like, opens up a suitcase of ornate dildos. I mean, I don't think I had, like, a high-quality, like, sex toy until I was 30. <laughs> and this kid's 16. This He's kid. all like, look yeah. at my anal beads. <laughs> <laughs> He knows exactly what to do, and he has a bet, apparently, with his friend. Yeah. Like, right. Can that's... he or can he not get her to have sex with him? Which she does um, in also, a seemingly consensual way, although he gives her. Um, that is a generous definition of consent. <laughs> he, <laughs> he gives he definitely her. definitely drugs her. Before. Yeah, he drugs her. Yeah, he gives her a, a muscle relaxant and champagne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, She's here, intoxicated. Here's one of mommy's like codeines. Yeah. Like, here's some. Here's some of my mom's Percocet. Why don't you? Here have you a light go. On? Have a la- like have a bath. Have a oxy or whatever, and I, then have I, a glass I, of champagne. I guess those are maybe mom still does. Like ew. Ew. That's even right? grosser. Like yeah, no, totally. But also ew. I mean, that's such a next level. Like level of foul that is such a next level of foul because of can you imagine like the guy's raiding his mom's panty drawer for her fucking sex toys well get i mean this kid did this kid get his dick reattached because i don't want to cut it off now (laughs) you just gotta grow that vagina dentata all right i'm gonna work on it I just keep thinking of Pac-Man like in a whole new light. Vagina Ventata is Pac-Man, like Miss Pac-Man <laughs> is Vagina Ventata. That would have been a better addition than a bow. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. So her classmate. <laughs> so her classmate Phil that rapes her is in this in in a more traditional date rape sense. You know, yeah. really kind of coerces her right That's into a good sex. You yeah. know, which is rape. Yeah. You know, sex without explicit consent is rape and yeah. so this is coerced sex which is still rape 
still still holding true to that. Still hasn't changed. Still hasn't changed. It's 2019. Still rape. still rape. And but I think this this part is so important to John's growth and situation into you know her power as a woman and her power at, in her autonomy. Mm-hmm. And in going back to that 90s scene, right? Like you do or you don't have sex with the hot jock who's like into it. You know, and then afterwards you feel weird about it and, you know, then you're like, oh, I'm worth it and I love my neighbor. Um, But in this one instead it's, oh, she finds out that she was used and – but initially she's so excited. She's like, oh, wow, I had sex and I didn't bite your dick off, which has been my track record thus far. So there is some sort of controlling this and there is some sort of, you know, I have some agency over my body for the first time. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, and then she realizes it's a farce and he's a total dickwad and bites his dick off with her vag and realizes that she now has the power to yeah, not just dicks. not just withhold, but also, you know, to to action on it. Yeah, it's it's not uh, an involuntary like reflex or something, which it maybe seems like at first because, you know, with Toby, she's not into it. And with the incredible incredibly awful OBGYN. Uh, oh, yeah, like, where he took his glove off and starts fisting her. He took his glove off. Yeah, it's all bad. Uh, but, it, it, you know, it seems like maybe she doesn't have the control over it. But, yeah, in, in this moment with, with Phil, it's, oh, no. No, I, I got this. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm going to bite that dick. Yeah, no. I'm going to bite I, that dick off. Nah, dude. Dick's going bye-bye. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it's just such an interesting, cool thing, you know, to watch that agency develop even through trauma. And I, that's a lot of the stuff we talk about now, because I, I don't know if we knew what trauma was in 2007 in any sort of like authentic way. I think we had just learned about gaslighting at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I think like the 2007, it seems a world away. Right. You know, um, in terms of uh, the discourse, at least, I think the ideas were there because I mean shoot, women have been experiencing that stuff for long enough. Maybe we just didn't have the dialogue and the words. and Yeah, know. I like that idea of kind of – because we always have the vocabulary, but there wasn't like the discourse. Yeah. And there wasn't the the public understanding and right. the, the exchange and the growth of the narrative, mm-hmm. which I think is really important. And now there's a lot of contribution to expanding that dialogue yeah and and i think you know even though this movie is made in 2007 this movie does a lot to add to that dialogue today and to to think about these things because she's been through so many traumatic situations and she's you know she is still broken and she she's still really harmed and she does feel really terrible but She's starting to come out kind of the other side of that and not be a victim of her trauma and instead actually trying to heal from it and actually trying to understand and make peace with it. Mm. I like that. Yeah. And and I mean, she also does find ways to leverage it for violence. Yeah. I mean, hello. <laughs> Which is extremely satisfying. So- in a number of, yeah. <laughs> and and I mean, I think that means we we did kind of touch on the gross OBGYN who fists her. Yeah. yeah, takes his glove off and fists her, and then screams "Vagina dentata!" Right. Vagina, Vagina dentata! dentata! <laughs> Which seems like it's like the the uh, 
turning point for a lot of people on the internet. Like, I liked this movie until this, and it's so stupid. I'm like, I think it was supposed to be stupid. Yeah, yeah. That was that was definitely the moment when I first saw this that I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, and, and that's what, you know, is the difference between us and them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, yeah, cool. cool. Um, <laughs> And I, I'm really interested in the, the idea of this doctor because it expands again on that idea that she has no idea what is happening with her body and it is such a foreign animal to her. Mm-hmm. And she'll just – and he says it too. He's like, have you ever been one of these before? Are you pregnant? And she's, I haven't had sex and I've never been with one of these before. Yeah. And that's an immediate invitation for him yep. to be gross. Yeah. Oh, you don't know what's supposed to happen? Well – let me get really weird. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a new you're new to this. Why don't I rape you? Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess we know now is a totally real thing. And very on brand for this entire town. <laughs> yeah, no, and it is really scary t- when we start thinking about people in power taking advantage of women who don't know what's going on. You know, we had Yeah. And I, I don't even want to try to recall the names. But we had the yes. gymnasts, and we had the OBGYN. Say, did this guy the... go on to work for the like Michigan State gymnastics <laughs> team? Seriously, or something? this yeah. this guy is like a pillar of the community, of course. And they only make one little nod to the idea that he's done anything wrong, where he won't say what happens. Mm-hmm. And right. I I almost think that if it was the real world, he'd just be like, "Yeah, I was like fisting this girl and <laughs> vagina dentata." Vagina dentata. Yeah, just wrist deep in this patient of mine. <laughs> I feel like that might be a point of like pride nowadays. Yeah, I had this girl come into my office where I am a licensed medical professional. Mm-hmm. I took a Hippocratic I oath. Fisted her. The one like female OB is like, there is no reason for that many fingers to be anywhere that far. Anywhere. I have actually have a um, a question about the mechanics of vagi- vagina dentata. Where okay. are they exactly? I guess in the vagina, but like top, bottom, Yeah, middle? is it just that your cervix has teeth or yeah. like... I mean, yeah, how far, how far in do you... I well, mean, have does to it go? interfere it... with... I don't know. Sanitary products? So they, get... they made it sound like... Um, I mean, like they were, they were like shark's teeth. So like a or, layer. Or an eel. Oh, right. Or lamprey, oh, lamprey. Yeah, totally. yeah. yeah. And so if Several you imagine, layers. if you imagine those lamprey eels, it's just kind of like, they're just like a vagina sock of teeth. Right. So that's it. It's like the whole thing. It's just a vagina. It's a vagina tube. made of teeth. All teeth. Yeah. And it's like, it's like sharks where it's denticles. No, wait, it's like it's like a porcupine, right? You piss off a porcupine, it's like <laughs> perfect, yeah. Yeah. Or it's like that uh um, blowfish. Yeah, it's a blowfish. So she has like a lamprey porcupine shark in her vagina. Yeah, but inverted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Inverted for the specific purpose of biting dicks. <laughs> Does that answer your question? Yes, I have a very vivid picture now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, so now we're up to she has been. How many ri- sex toys do you think she's going to lose over the course of her life? I mean, how often do you hate fuck a sex toy? Well, I mean, yeah, she's she. Yeah, she's they've also out. established there's like a couple of times when she's like really feeling it that she just kind of loses control. 
Well, I like, think by the end of it, she, that she hasn't really lost control, right? That's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no, just like, thinking, she has gained like, control. You know, she, I'm just thinking like the, the attrition of her sex toys over the years. <laughs> I mean, they're all just kind of going to look like dog chew toys a little bit. I guess that's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there is still You're teeth right. in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And could, now, now I'm picturing, like, some dude, like, you know, laying in her bed, like, oh, yeah, she leaves the room and, like, opens up the, the bedside drawer. It's like, why do all of the dildos look like chew toys? <laughs> <laughs> what happened here? She does not have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Um, yeah, and so this movie just continues to just build her up and make her a more and more powerful character and, you know, and thereby the, the symbolism and metaphor of her character just kind of like raise up women, mm-hmm. all, all boats, rising tides. No, <laughs> Wait, what? That's how it what? works. <laughs> okay. uh, yep. um, and, and just kind of continues to like breed empowerment. Um, which which is really great, and so in the end, I, I think it's it's kind of the ending bits where we really get to the idea that it's a rape revenge, right? Right. So her dickhole stepbrother, who's terrible, just, oh yeah, just, just like the most '90s edge lord that has ever existed, Brad. a guy who is basically a bowling shirt of, made of flaming skulls. <laughs> And since he was a child, too, he gets his finger bit because he was trying to finger her when they were, like, five years old. Yeah, Yeah. super normal things. Yeah, totally. And we're supposed to believe that the reason for his angst is that he loved her the whole time? When he was five? And tried to assault her? Yeah, that's some some perpetrator shit right there. Yeah, definitely. I just did it because I loved you. I was just so in love with you, baby. Oh, my God. Yeah, where he talks to, I think, the one man in this town that is probably not a rapist, the father. Yeah. And he's like, you did this to me by marrying her mom. Right. It's like, how do you even know that? Like, And I've known, right, I, I, we've talked about this before. I yeah, think, we had this discussion about where, you know, that we knew, it's kind of a weird urban legend, but we all also sort of knew those people who <laughs> were friends in high school or middle school and then their parents weirdly got married or oh, started no, dating. Like it's, it's not even an urban legend. Two kids in my high school were dating and their parents got married. Which is really rude. rude. Yeah. <laughs> Super rude. dick move. Not cool, parents. Just wait. Not cool, but also like, you know, your girlfriend is suddenly living with you. I feel like there's, <laughs> there, I feel I like there's, there's an inherent advantages yeah. there when there, you're in high school. I mean, as long as you draw like some really clear boundaries with your parents and be like, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Oh, we gonna fuck. <laughs> we were already <laughs> dating. We were already fucking. And now, doesn't matter. We're, we're just gonna share a Wow. So well. are like those the kind of people who get married... Game of Thrones yeah. has changed us, guys. Yeah, really I was has. just thinking that. I was like, this is totally fine. <laughs> yeah, are we are we Lannisters now all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, at the end, I really cheered for cheered for the twin cess lovers. Mm-hmm. I really did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's popped up in others. Like, we watched Dark, you know, and <laughs> oh, yes. also a guy dating his aunt. His aunt. Yeah. yeah, totally. And Whoa. like... Uh, I mean, spoilers, sorry. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Uh, oh. Anyways, you know, but yeah, like... It's worth watching because it's well-written and it doesn't matter if you know one thing. Yeah, you're gonna like it. German and just the existential dread is so real. Right, I told James, I was like, this is the second time in a 
very close amount of time that I have been rooting for an aunt and a nephew to just get over it and do it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yep. I love it. Which uh, is a gross sentence, and I should delete super that. Super gross. No, yeah, we should definitely uh, cut that. But leave it in. No, it's it's staying in. That's real. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Brad fucking sucks. sucks. So her mom is dies. I don't even remember. His name's what? Brad. He guy, the guy fucking looks like a Brad. He looks like a Brad. He really does. <laughs> oh, I knew a Brad who was goth and work eyeliner. <laughs> he actually weirdly looks like a uh, old bartender friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Oh, how, yeah. How I like real, Bizarro old bartender friend of ours whose name I'm just not going to bother saying. It's fine. He's going to listen to this. Doesn't matter. <laughs> he knows who <laughs> he is. You know who you are. You know who you are. Well, out you. But so Brad allows her mother, her, so her mother's suffering from cancer. Yep. We assume from the phallic toxic power plant. Yes. And from that big toxic dick. So we have this big phallic nuclear power plant just like jizzing poison all over the town and all over their mom. Mm-hmm. So she has. <laughs> just jizzing everywhere. All over. So all she over. has. I mean, it's the only dick that can because everything else is raping a vagina with vagina dentata. So. It's true. They're all raping it's, Dawn. It's, all of them. And so she she collapses in the hall while Brad looks on as he is having anal sex with his girlfriend with the door open. Yeah, yeah, how you do? Ugh, totally. What is his deal, man? That's a lot. Like, I'm I'm so I'm so down in GGG for like whatever your jam is. I'm super into it. But like with the door open, yeah, it's a while total. You, you're in your parents' home. It's a weird flex, for sure. You know? It's a weird like, flex, flex, but okay. <laughs> Do whatever you want in your personal life. Leave the door open, even if that's your thing. But the whole, all of it combined just yeah, seems super there. weird. It's too much. It's so passive aggressive. Yeah. It's like, I hate this yeah. family so much. I want to be fucking they have my to daughter. Plowing. Yeah. I have to be here. Yeah. I'm only still living here because I want the opportunity to fuck this girl. <laughs> I only fuck my girlfriends in the ass because I want to fuck this girl so bad. Yeah, it's weird that they establish that as the thing. Yeah, because it's, I don't, I don't know. It's not really said. Like, is he afraid of vaginas? It seems to be. Oh yeah, the maybe case. that's like, it. I didn't even think about that. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I mean, yeah. Like, he like knows Dawn in some capacity bit him when they were children, but yeah. he doesn't yeah. have a good memory of. The events that transpired. And right. also all those gold stickers on all of the vaginas. <laughs> he doesn't know what a vagina looks like he either. He doesn't know. He has no school. idea. Um, He's like, I don't know if you have a vagina and I couldn't find it if I tried. Yeah, what even <laughs> is a vagina? And so for a movie that is so lacking in world building and so loose with details, to point out that he only has sex with women in their ass. Yep. Is a lot. That's a yeah. very bold statement. There's a lot there. There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> oh. Um, and so. <laughs> yeah, poor Brad. <laughs> so there's a few moments. So so Don gets really furious and it, we go to a revenge film. Yeah, because his neglect leads to, to her death. death. And yeah. it's, it's really traumatic. It's really sad. And the stepfather or Brad's dad tries to stand up to him and it goes poorly as. As shitbag edgelord kids and their dads go. But this is like the second point in the film where wardrobing gets really interesting. So we had a really good scene with the wedding dress. And yeah. now in this scene, she decides to like court her brother. 
<laughs> in a yeah, revenge how, how you do. situation. Yeah, she gets like all dressed up like, I'm going to seduce my stepbrother <laughs> so as I can bite his dick off with my vagina. Yeah, that's that stands to reason. That's a plan. Yeah. Checks yeah. out. And she's like in this like Elizabethan gown. Right. Like yeah, I'm trying to picture yeah. the gown here. Let me just I mean, look it it's up. just kind of um idiosyncratic in the world because everyone's kind of, you know, two thousands clothes. It's whatever. Right. It's, it's all not- like very uh, you know, Dahlia's catalog circa two thousand <laughs> Delia's. Delia's Delia's. Yeah. The- it's all Delia's catalog circa two thousand four. Dahlia's was their goth offshoot brand. It's true. <laughs> Dahlia's, oh, I shit would have happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Hot Topic or it's Delia's or whatever outlet. Tour it if you're fat. There you go. Um, but she puts on like this Victorian shift that yeah. looks like it should be under many layers of additional clothing uh-huh. as the Victorians were wont to do. But it's all very Naturally. like kind of like a callback to her purity and mm. like the Victorian notions of gender, sex, purity and like she's going to play that up. She's going to use that as a weapon <laughs> for the first time, you know? Yeah, just actively making the choice. Yeah. You know, like, to weaponize. Right. To weaponize her sexuality. Yeah. yeah. She Which re- is great. Yeah. She when- realizes the performance she was doing in the beginning is now more of a literal performance for you know, getting this person's trust to let him, you know, get his dick bit off <laughs> by a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, like you do. Yeah. As like, one does. But he's pretty excited to put it in the butt. Oh, he he's, still, he's like, ready. He, he's just like, this is what I do. And and this Muscle is like our- memory. <laughs> <laughs> this is our fun tension in the movie, too, because she has to figure out how to like, you know- work her way out of getting you know having sex in a really uncomfortable place like the back of a volkswagen (laughs) (laughs) or your brother's bedroom (laughs) surrounded and this is the other thing right so she has no idea what her anatomy looks like all she has to do is go in her brother's room whose wallpaper is porno yeah yeah, right right. (laughs) just wall the wall i feel like it's like I can see those I feel regular like I knew girls that guy at how wide. in high school that just had porn all over his walls, or like in his car, in his like uh, closet or something. No, this is like it's around his bed, and they, they have like I love me some good porn, but these women in the in the quick shots they show, they have their vaginas spread so wide that I can see their regular teeth. <laughs> oh boy! Just right through them, you can see the sunlight <laughs> right shining through. through. That's how the human body works, right? <laughs> I think so. I Wait, also does... have not seen what the just any anatomy looks like. There's gold stickers on yeah. everything in the schools. Oh, they just to. taped our books shut. Yeah. We just sat What there. are books? What are books? Well, yeah, there's something that uh, you're not allowed to have, ladies. Sorry. No books. No books. <laughs> well, what's funny is when we got um, sex ed at my uh, elementary school, they accidentally gave all the girls the guy photo the guy album so we're just like oh no i don't know if this applies to me (laughs) i don't have this (laughs) i and i think that was the first time i saw an anatomical drawing of a penis or you would have if there hadn't been a gold sticker on it (laughs) i just imagine like this room of third graders like with anatomical drawing of penises and just like (laughs) Turning them upside down. <laughs> <and inside laughs> like, <where>? like, <laughs> really trying to understand. Is this how this works? 
or like <laughs> raising their hand, just like mine looks funny. Yeah, <laughs> it, there was like that awkward moment of okay, everyone, let's pass those back up. Oopsie, <laughs> that's amazing. I love the I love that poor teacher. God, let's bless not that tell poor anyone teacher. so Mrs. Spencer doesn't lose her job today. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny that they separated us and those books, though, right? You and the books, or you? And I the... mean, just like separate the the boys from yeah. the girls, and we all have to have these. We're gonna learn about our. Oh bodies. yeah, they did the same thing to us in elementary school too. We yeah, we didn't have books; we just had videos, and they just did they separate boys from girls though. Yeah, so the uh, the other gender mm-hmm. got to go out and play kickball, and then the gender getting sex ed that day was forced to watch a four-hour movie and was miserable yeah. forced to watch uh god what is it it's like the miracle of life or whatever right know. yeah that it, movie from like the late 70s probably few, like in the seventh grade we had another sex ed we watched that movie and we were all together boys yeah. and girls mm-hmm. just watching a, the birth of a baby which terrified everyone yeah yeah i mean that's the reason yeah. like to wear condoms right oh my god <laughs> yeah I'm not afraid of STDs. I don't want that. And I scheduled my vasectomy the next day. <laughs> I was um, 15. In Hollister, it's a little bit, except for all the girls that were pregnant already. A word, oh. yeah. Uh, definitely the same case in my high school where we had daycare for the students on campus. That's yeah. nice of them, though. It was very nice, nice of them. But that's I think really progressive. It, but my, no, the, my high school is not progressive. Do, well, not, do not misunderstand. It is, Yeah. <laughs> I think it's less about being progressive and more about like half their graduating class was pregnant and had kids. Yeah. Well, in my so where I grew up, we had a different school for pregnant students. Wow, that's oh. what a New England way of dealing with that problem. <laughs> what a fucking t- complete like Irish Catholic way of dealing with that problem where you're just like, "Oh no, we're going to separate it and put and shove it away and not talk about it." <laughs> There's enough he is. We can make this work. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, just getting started early. I mean, I kind of don't remember what people did. I think, like in my actual high school, because I went to a, a, the Catholic school. I think there was one girl, and she just kept going to school. But I think anybody else, like my friends, my friends' sisters or something, who got pregnant would just drop out of high school, and that's mm. right. And I think that's, that's normal. That's like yeah. par for the course in the country. Yeah. And I think anywhere that makes accommodations for young women to finish their education. You know, yeah, whether they mean what, it or not is yeah, and yeah, I mean it, it doesn't matter if you're pregnant. Your life doesn't start because you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know, you still deserve an education. You still have a right to an education. You know, women don't lose their jobs for the most part because they're pregnant. They yeah, get to go have a living. baby and come back. Yeah, and so yeah, so the idea of yeah, accommodating a, a young woman who's yeah. having a baby, I think, is really important. And I, I hope they're doing better now than they did in any of our schools. I kind of, like, want to have more daycares in high schools if that's a need. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. I think that would be really It is a really nice. progressive thing, but I do want to stress that, like, my high school. That wasn't where right. I was coming from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. We digress, but. So, so uh, how how's Brad? Oh. <sighs> Well, I mean, yeah, surely nothing bad happens to Brad. Right? <laughs> I mean, he's a little stoked at first. Speaking of chew toys, hey, <laughs> <laughs> foreshadowing. So our our, I mean, the scene goes fast enough, and the whole yeah. movie moves fast enough. There's oh, not much absolutely. of a plot to it, you know. But yeah, Dick bit off, and Brad has this amazing Rottweiler. I think it is. It's really it's pretty cute, dog. I think so. Yeah, just like. Eats up that fucking dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, that whole that damn dick. I mean, With- this guy is uh, Ramsey Bolton for sure. 
I mean, he like word. thinks his dog is his best friend, but he tortures him by keeping him in this weird cage. The in and out cage. The in and out cage. I I will I will Which say is, I feel like there there could be there are worse cages that that dog could be in. No, one hundred percent. Like if yeah. if it can run in and out, like it seems like it can. That it can seems go okay. Outside, but it could it can go outside or in his weird bedroom, and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know I if mean, that's like a healthy atmosphere yeah. for any living creature. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be like cold at some point outside, but then like he doesn't want to go into the room because oh. That dog knows way too much about people having sex. Whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> way. I, yeah. Way I too mean, much. It, Brad strikes me as the kind of guy, like, who doesn't get his dog neutered. Probably just not. Just so he can be like, yeah, look at my dog's balls. My dog's got super huge balls, if just like me. had a truck, he would be one of those guys that gets, like, that fake scrotum. Oh, he's got to- truck nuts, for sure. Oh, 100% has truck nuts. <laughs> well, especially Never once he gets understand. his dick bit off, like, he's... Definitely overcompensating. <laughs> the guy is truck nuts incarnate. Yes. Yeah. So the dick gets bit off and chucked oh, well. in the room, you know, fuck it. And it but like what about that massive PA? Oh right. <laughs> the huge PA he has. He has like a Prince Albert piercing yeah. that's like bigger than my face. Ew, okay. Another and practical that goes question. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. He he you know he doesn't take it out. As so a respectable rude. person would do. Oh. He's lost a few. You can. Oh. That's not his first one. That just sounds so painful. Sounds well, like the worst. Both, for both parties. Well, yeah, really? I'm also yeah. like concerned because like, I, I mean, I just think about how long piercings take to heal in general. You know, I have my nose pierced. That took long enough. Yeah. And, and I'm sure your dick, it's like all soft and squishy. It probably takes super long to heal. If it ever does, really years for it to actually heal, heal through if it does. Yeah, like how... Like, and so he's just like sex again? ramming it up, girls. He's just pushing like, rope. No big deal. Like how, <laughs> how infected is that? Ew. Very infected. He's like, he's definitely like folding it in half and kind of like... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Nasty. So when I was 18, I got my tongue pierced and I took it out when I was like 21. But to this day, and I am 37 years old, I have nightmares that I still have my tongue pierced. And I'm like, why do, why do I still have this? Didn't I take this out? I can't get rid of it. Is he having these like those dreams? He's Maybe. he's going to have some phantom limb. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Not just piercing dreams, but like. Yeah, no, like. Oh, not only did I have a piercing on uh, down there, I had a dick. Once upon a time. <laughs> if he lives, he's kind of, I mean, it's like 50-50 at this point. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, it's like 50-50. He's bleeding to death. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And so the dog gobbles up a lovely uh, prosthetic cake made by a local bakery. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally. Sugar it's jewelry. made out of sugar. That was really polite. Aw. They didn't want the dog to get hurt. Way to go, yeah. Texas. We, we Just think about the rapists. Rapists are the only ones who got hurt in this movie. Thank yeah. God. Whew. So this movie wraps up in the... I, I'm a little curious and I want to like get your guys' take and kind of the way this movie ends. So the ending scene is hilarious and I read a mm-hmm. lot about it. And apparently they just had some random guy from the community and they were just like, hey, you're just going to be an extra in this film. And they gave him really loose direction. He's an old guy. I really want to know what that extra <laughs> ad was like. And so he shows up the day of and he just like seems like he doesn't know it, what the movie is. Mm-hmm. And they try really hard to explain it to him again. And he's just not 
You know, they're just like, do something gross with your tongue. <laughs> Successful. <laughs> oh, he does it. Casting call, white male can leer at young women. <laughs> and do gross things with tongues. They had to turn people away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in, yeah, in Texas? Hello. We've got an extra, you need to uh, just play a convincing rapist. Yeah. <laughs> But so we're getting, like, in this final scene, and this is the part that I get confused about, we're getting this kind of, like, you know, anti-hero, Eileen Warnos kind of vibe yeah. from her getting these great, you know, hitchhiking, I'm going to bite your dick off. Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, thank you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I... I don't think her stepdad's dead. What, why, is she, so. why is she randomly hitchhiking and being, you know, really bummed and weird and antisocial, like, She's still in high school, and I think her dad's fine. Just like the Hulk, she is just ashamed of the power that she feels like maybe she can't control. She just has to get away. (laughs) Just, (laughs) I don't know. I could get. I I I was waiting for that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she's ashamed of the power that she can't control, but I think that she's definitely grown beyond the need for her stepfather, who is. Seemingly like a nice person. Yeah, he, he seems, seems fine. fine. Is Harold from Twin Peaks my favorite? Oh yeah, the guy oh, in the who has that. the orchids, and he's like, oh, donuts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh? Uh, I have a gift where I can spot anyone that's ever been in Twin Peaks or Mad Men. Hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love it. With it's true. Very minimal screen time. It's a good superpower. It's, yeah, it's an actual power that she has. <laughs> yes. I can't tell Ben Affleck from Paul Rudd, but. I can't either. <gasps> oh my gosh, really? They look the same. Yeah. They oh, sound the same. I know. They, they're they like the same person to me. <laughs> they have to be too. When <laughs> right. Ant-Man came out, I was like, oh, Ben Affleck's in another superhero movie. Oh my gosh. No way. I <laughs> actually turned to James I and I was like, actual conversation that we had ben as we Affleck walked out of the movie. was good in that. I liked him. He was like, that was Paul Rudd. What are you talking about? Like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. Oh shit. Not a Ben Affleck movie. I have spent the last few years trying to convince people that they look exactly the same. I'm so happy about I'm this. I'm surprised you haven't gotten more support in this. They're the same person, clearly. <laughs> have you ever seen Ben Affleck and Paul Rudd in the same place? No. You definitely no. haven't. <laughs> I don't have any proof of this. Insert but I'm going to say theme. yes. So I want to believe. To get back to the end of the movie, though, the yeah. one thing that bothers me is that she leaves her bike. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, that's a cute bike. I guess they don't have bike thieves in West Texas. <laughs> I guess. Or maybe they do. Maybe she doesn't care. She's just don't like, I'm give going. A fuck. She's like, I get a new one. I'm hitchhiking. Yeah. This is my bike now. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm picturing her like, the, like the Terminator. Have you seen this boy? I don't know. Yeah. I need your bike. <laughs> I need your clothes and the keys to your bike. <laughs> um, any other thoughts on this film? It's a great film. That's all. <laughs> I don't know about great. <laughs> nah, that's a lot higher than I'm willing to go. This movie's fine. I think this movie is. A interesting product of a certain time and place. And it's interesting the points that it's making, the points that it was making in the context of that time and place and how they're relevant to the current time and place. Sure. So, well, then what makes this a horror movie? Vagina dentata. (laughs) (laughs) Vaginas are so scary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, but actually rapists. That's what makes this right. a horror movie. Actually, yeah. actually rapists. 
I'm digesting that, I guess, because I I think this is a horror movie, but I'm struggling with, like, what is the criteria then? I mean, it talks about real-life issues in a way that makes it mm, kind of body horror, I guess, you know? Yeah, it's definitely got some body horror vibes. Yeah, yeah. I see that point. And I guess maybe, like, it's a horror comedy, so I think maybe it's a little bit in a different category of, like, it's not necessarily playing on our fears, but it is. It's just sort of laughing at them. And I like laughing at things that are terrible, like rape. (laughs) (laughs) And I think maybe that makes me feel uncomfortable, so therefore it's also a little bit of a horror movie because I'm forced to, like put those two together like my uncomfortableness with the actual thing and my uncomfortableness with the fact that i have to laugh at it (laughs) you know fair yeah Hmm. um do i think this is a horror movie do you think this is a horror movie no (laughs) (laughs) all right all right our first our first no i don't think it's a horror movie i mean i think it's like a it's not a pure horror movie at any rate like it it's the I think the only reason that this appears to be a horror movie is because of the marketing and like largely Sorry. and some of the music choices and like largely it's a comedy with some <laughs> horror elements to it, you know, sure. and it's a movie that's, you know, tr- making a feminist statement in a um a, in reaction to a, you know, religious movement. Yeah, yeah I, like that. I wonder what the line is then, because I'm a little bit there too. Like, mm. I th- I'm leaning towards it is a horror movie, but I can see where you're coming from and saying that it has horror elements. But I guess I wonder what that even means. I mean, right? it's a fair point. Like, yeah. I think um, I think it's a hard thing. You know, it's yeah, it's you know a gradient. If anything, um, well, let's think about like other horror comedies yeah you know most horror comedies are horror first and comedy second right yeah. like so dead alive or they use just ridiculous concepts in a horror film yeah dead they alive or evil dead sure. 2 or tucker and dale versus evil Shaun of the dead Shaun of the dead weirdly drag me to hell which apparently is not a horror comedy right. <laughs> I think it is. I'd say Shaun of the Dead is actually probably the next movie that comes to the of yeah, all the movies you list is a movie comedy, that like for sure. is more comedy than horror. Like yeah. It ha- yeah, it's, yeah. it's sure. definitely a comedy that uses horror elements to play for laughs. Right, yeah, and definitely. so then, but then it's also that line. So if you think about like the scary movie movies, like those are parodies. Those aren't horror yeah. movies. Those are just parodies. And you know how much is Shaun of the Dead just a parody film with a lot. Right. I don't. I honestly, I don't think Shaun of the Dead is a parody film at all. Hmm. Okay. I, I think it's a zombie film, and there are funny people in it. It's I think, funny. It has a turning point a little bit where yeah. it goes from one thing to the next a little bit more. But like yeah. it, it takes the horror elements more lightly than horror movies do. Yeah. But ultimately, like horrific things are happening, and all of these people are dead. Like you know, it's it's not it's not like hey hey funny 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 funny. It's just like. There is humor to be found in these really awful situations. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I mean, I don't know if you were necessarily lumping it into like the scary movie type no, franchise. No, I don't but, think not per se. But I, I think um, when I think of like scary movie and that franchise and things like that or, or other parodies, even like maybe I haven't seen Tucker and Dale in a while, but like I feel like that feels more like parody than Shaun of the Dead, which feels like, I mean, Edgar Wright 
clearly loved like everything George Romero's ever done and yeah. made yeah. a zombie movie that he would make. You mean you know? like an homage movie? Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel that. Well, I, like I, guess I, I would the... say not satire in that sense. Okay. Fair enough. I guess the point is so that's that's what I what I was trying to think. Um so you made that point about Tucker and Dale and how um it's more of a uh, a satire and I think how much of it is satire and how much of it is like meta horror, you know, because sure. it's like mm-hmm. it's deconstructing the concept of that kind of like slasher movie, right? Well, and playing it really 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 for laughs in a way that I think Shaun of the Dead does too. Sure. I because I don't think that uh, Edgar Wright is really like, you know, deconstructing a zombie movie so much as making a zombie movie that he likes and having a bunch of funny, his funny friends in it, essentially. I mean, yeah, but I, I guess that's, that's what I mean. It's like, he's making, he's making his zombie movie. He's not making his satire movie of zombie films. He's making his zombie movie. True, his his true. style of zombie. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I feel like to, to call it satire is, is rude. Uh, yeah i think there's maybe not it's not maybe not satire but there's both films tucker and dale and Shaun of the dead they both like use like certain horror tropes right like Mm. um the evil redneck which tucker and dale dispels really quickly and then like the funny thing about them how they always jump over fences but he kind of like messes up yeah he always fucks up yeah Yeah. Yeah. and i mean i I think Shaun of the Dead is great. It's a great movie. I think it's a good zombie movie too. Yeah, I think um, I think it's a great zombie movie. I don't think it's a great comedy film that takes place in a zombie world. I think it's a great zombie film that has comedy elements. I think it's a good horror comedy, which is a specific thing, you know? Sure. Um, I wonder though, just to loop it back to Teeth, like what other movie that's a... Could we compare this to like a pure horror movie? I, I think... Yeah. Yeah. I think another movie that comes to mind that is I just this just occurred to me um, is Housebound. Yeah, that's, um, that's a it's a really good horror comedy. Well, I think that's terrifying. Uh, Housebound is terrifying. Well, Housebound has a terrifying last like fifteen twenty minutes, uh-huh. yeah. but like is largely most of the movie is just played for laughs. Right, and there's I, like a couple of horror elements in it, and I think it's Teeth is similar insofar as that it's like a teen movie that uses the horror elements to kind of like make a point. Sure. I When I look at Teeth, I kind of take it from a really different perspective. So, and I like that you kind of touched on slasher films for a second there because there was this whole mo- movement of horror huh. films. So horror films in the 80s had this subplot that a lot of people don't pick up on and it's this Christian religious motivation. Yeah. And so- Right, women who have sex get killed, mm-hmm. and women who aren't pure get killed, mm-hmm. and you get killed for not following the rules, and you get p- killed for being a bad person. So basically, the only person who lives at the end of a lot of these like eighty slasher movies is the like pure virgin, you know, chase compliant religious figure, even if they're not outwardly religious. And and it's this. There's actually been a lot of films made specifically bankrolled by different Christian organizations to push this agenda to say, if you do bad shit like drugs and drink too soon, you're going to get dead because it's not God's way. And that's why horror was so popular in the 80s, right? Exactly. It's all a response to the, you know, really, uh, what's that? What's the term for Reagan's fucking consensus? Fundamentalist. Like. Oh God, it's he has like a word. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But so the, the the reason I think Teeth is a horror film is because it takes that that motivation and trope and mm-hmm. challenges it and actually mm. flips it over. 
Yeah. And it says, we are going to do the opposite. So everyone who, so this character, you know, who rejects religion and rejects God and rejects, you know, chastity and rejects, you know, playing by the rules and playing by the status quo, she is the winner. And so mm. I, I think just in that, it makes it a horror film for me. It's interesting that you brought up slasher movies to me. And when you said that, I kind of, it kind of like had a light bulb moment. And I always want to cheer for the slasher in the slasher movies because <laughs> they he, were wronged. <laughs> there was always something terrible and that's why they came back to get revenge. It wasn't and, Freddy's fault. They burned him up in a in an oven. Right. And Dawn, it's not her fault that she was born with vagina dentata and vagina is dentata. and trips over rapes <laughs> and just like yeah. gets assaulted yeah. all the time. What I need to asshole. finally cheer for Jeez, the slasher. Yeah. She? yeah. Is She's, I hope we get T13 someday. <laughs> well, I think yeah. in the article that I read, that we both read, at the end of it, they're talking about how they're shopping it around to be a TV series. Oh, yeah. oh that's fun. Okay, great. I would really, I'd like that in the vein of like Riverdale or The Chilling oh, Adventures we of get, Sabrina. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd really like a teeth in that, in, in, in a slightly more self-serious, mm-hmm. but also goofy. Mm-hmm dark humor I, I definitely still want that like classic incredible hulk vibe where she's going town to town yeah. and it's just <laughs> the sad theme as she's hitchhiking to the next town and biting the dick off of a rapist that's probably. just how every episode ends which yes. is like <laughs> yep <laughs> just another weird old man leering at her eventually she's it. gonna want to Stop biting dicks off. Get a driver's she- license? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have to hitchhike. So there are better ways. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well. It's kind of like a teen movie. It's kind of like a teen horror movie. It's kind of like a slasher movie. It's yeah. everything. So who is this movie for? This movie is for if you equally love teen movies and horror movies this movie is for you if you frequently mention the craft as being one of your favorite horror movies <laughs> this movie might be for you correct um this movie is for that lady that created the rape vagina insert oh that thing yes it's, what's it called it's a, i forget what it's called still now. on kickstarter it's, it's still, still on kickstarter, on kickstarter. just it's like, googling just, just google rape Three hundred and fifty thousand dollars away. Uh, it's so close. We can guys. get there. We, we can, can get, get there. there. Hey, guys. Yeah. Maybe what's we'll wrong the, with what's this? wrong with this bump? <sighs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Sponsored by whatever that thing's called. <laughs> uh, this movie is for fans of the X Men. Period. Period. <laughs> Hard stop. Uh, no, but it, it's stop. for people who. Uh, just want to see rapists get what's coming to them. Yeah, but can also stomach a lot of like ridiculous, unnecessary rape scenes. <laughs> a lot. There's that. This movie is for everyone who thought Marilyn Munster should have been the star of the show. Nice. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of What's Wrong With Us. Listen, like, and subscribe on Stitcher, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at What's Wrong Pod or on our website, What's Wrong With Us.xyz for news and updates. For extras, find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash What's Wrong Pod. And until next time, what's wrong with you?